We don't condone any of the games that we're going to mention. These games are dangerous and might actually cause harm. Your soul is very important to us. What day is it? I'm glad you asked. Mm. It's Halloween! Is it Halloween? Yay! Halloween! We waited all year for this. Oh my god, you have no idea how good it feels to be back in the Hallow of Eve! Our skin is tingling as we speak. Gross, but yes! Very gross, but it is. Halloween! We... Halloween. Finally. Halloween. Made. Halloween! Throw the bullshit! Woo! All the candy. Right? All the horror movies. All the spooky, spooky skeletons. Don't forget to check your candy. <laughs> yes. Check your candy. Parents, check your kids' candies. And check your own candy. Yes. Make sure it's good. Yeah, make sure the vodka's lit. <laughs> Is that what you give out? Oh, apple vodka. That's their candy. I hate vodka. I wouldn't go to your house. Fine. Apple tequila. I still wouldn't go to your house. You drink tequila. Yeah, but I'm taking a break because my sister's birthday and me and tequila are kind of like... Not seeing each other for a while. Oh, you guys broke up? For a bit, yeah, for a bit. Damn. Now it's off to my actual husband, Jin. Oh. Like, tequila was like that sexy side piece that you just, like, love going back to. Then the husband is Jin. Like, you know, the one that you're comfortable with. And, like, you know, you have, a, like, a life together with. Well, just imagine who Jin might have been fucking with while you was gone. Probably vodka. Be careful. It's all right. Vodka, um, you know, vodka sometimes has that way of... Pulling people back in. Oh, yeah. That's true. And then, like, the tequila, like, that sexy, like, pool boy is kind of it. And Damn. then, like, whiskey is, like, my sexy cowboy kind of guy that I see, like, once a year when I travel away by myself to discover myself and I see him again. And Jen is that provider type. Yeah, the provider type. Stable. My, my husband. Good and, job. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> benefit. Kids. 401k. <laughs> About to say, like, social security. Yeah. Nice yeah. cars. Life insurance policy. Jewelry, pearls, you know, that kind of going to benefits and like galas. Yeah, shit like that. Radio City Musical every other weekend. Yep. Kids go to boarding school. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> driving like Porsches left and right, get my nails done and like go to shopping for the husband and like everything for the house. Exactly. And I go to like the pool boy here and there. Because your husband works a lot. He does work a lot. And yeah. then when I like want to go on the road by myself because I need time to self-reflect. That's where whiskey comes in. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We left Halloween and went straight to Pornhub. <laughs> That's the spirit of Halloween. Isn't it? Sexy costumes. Sex. Oh, well, I hate sexy costumes because I think some of them are funny. Yeah, and like, I like seeing guys try the sexy costumes on because... Oh, like the police with the short shorts? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, I've seen like the little kids dress up too, because sometimes they're just so adorable. Exactly, especially when their parents help them go all out. Yeah, 
really cool parents. I love them. Yeah, I, I probably like because I was raised to not like Halloween. My parents, though, they kind of like gave me the benefit of the doubt. Like the first couple years of my life, we did Halloween. Like they took us trick or treating just so I could live the the childhood part of it. And then they told me, "It's a demon's holiday. The devil's after you. Don't do this." Mm, I don't believe you. I'm gonna try again. Um, I want to do the same thing with my kids. Well, not like the whole like the demon will get you. This is a, 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 I want them to enjoy it. It's part of the childhood innocence. They don't know it exactly. And plus, like I never like I understand like a lot of like dark shit happens on Halloween. Like sacrifices are made because people think that this is like Halloween is like the perfect time to do crazy shit. People do get kidnapped to do sacrificial shit too, like like Satanist rituals and shit like that. Yeah. And my kids will know about that. Obviously, like, you're supposed to tell them about everything about the world. But I also want them to enjoy their innocence. Exactly. And, like, you know. So I'm going to scare the shit out of you at home. And then we're going to be safe when we go out. And then we're coming back. Exactly. I'll definitely, like, my father used to, like, drive. And we used to go ahead and he'd just, like, stay on the curb and, like, drive with us as we walk down the street. But, yeah, I want my kids to have that same fun. Nice. It's Halloween. And if they didn't want to go trick-or-treating, fuck it. We could just stay inside, eat a lot of ice cream, and watch horror movies. From Disney Channel. Exactly. Until Some they- of them are good, y'all. Some of them are really good. I love exactly. scary- Until they grow up. Yo, Scary Godmother. That, that's my shit. Oh, come on, and then I gotta name a classic Halloween town. <gasps> Chill. Halloween town. Halloween town, boo-boo. All three of them. Yes, all three. I love when they went to college because you saw all the other, like, teen right? monsters. They are so cool. That was high school. That was... The best time of my life. They'll know about that. My kids will know about it. I'm going to put them on on that. We're going to be great mothers. I think we'll be cool. We're going to scare the shit out of them and then tough them up at the same time. Yeah. And then let them enjoy the fun stuff too. Right? All the kids stuff. Bring a friend to cry with. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to cry over some other shit. Yeah. And we're going to begin with a nice mirror ritual. God damn it. Not another mirror ritual. Meant only for Halloween. Okay. Only for Halloween. Literally. I hate mirrors. I'm sorry. But. Oh well. <laughs> I'm still traumatized. Good for you. <laughs> this ritual seems to only date back to 2014. What the fuck? On an Indonesian website. Indonesia, we have listeners from there. Come on, what the hell is going on? However, certain portions of the ritual require you to speak English phrases. So there is reason to believe that this game was first written in English. Wow. However, it seems that any of the sources where the game was written in English before 2014 have disappeared. <gasps> Weird as shit, no? Spooky. And they were never seen again. <laughs> I love this. Well, first off, you'll need a principal player. You. You. Soldier Boy? Yes. <laughs> but Halloween edition. Oh, damn. You will also need a small mirror, salt, candles, a timer, matches or a lighter, and a small offering made from pure yellow gold. Choose wisely because you will not be getting this offering back. Lastly, you'll need a quiet, dark room in a quiet, dark building. This is bringing it back. It's been a while since we had lighters or matches and... A dark room. Right? It's kind of nice. Yeah, right? To prepare, you must wait until October 31st. Ooh, which is today! Yes. 
Perfect timing. Stay home instead. <laughs> we just like listed off some really good benefits. You know, you could stay home, get comfortable, eat some hot chocolate, eat some good candy, watch horror movies. Get some Halloween ass. You never know. Oh my God. Halloween Tinder. <laughs> Halloween okay, Cupid. To be honest, you're better off doing that than doing this for sure. Honestly, think about it. Clap them cheeks for Halloween. Yes. I'm only saying this because you should be doing that. Yes, clap for same pain. On this day... Bring all of your required supplies into the room of the building you've chosen. If there are any windows in your chosen room, close the curtains or cover them completely. All forms of light should be turned off or snuffed out. There can be no noise, so unplug, turn off, or remove the batteries from everything, including your phones and clocks. Dead silence. Yeah, you got me fucked up there. Oh, that movie was good, too. I love that movie. I know. You must begin at exactly 9 p.m. Yuck. Hey, at least they're giving you a schedule. I guess. Put the mirror on the floor facing up. Take up a small amount of salt and sprinkle it across the mirror surface. <laughs> you, you know I'm going to dump that shit on it. <laughs> like, you can't see in the mirror now. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Put the candle close by and light the wick. Now look into the mirror, but not at your own reflection. You must look behind God your reflection. God damn it, I was so worried you were going to say that. Fuck! Allow me to repeat that. You must look behind your reflection. Yuck. What do you see back there? Nothing. Hopefully nothing. <laughs> you see that thing back there? You see that thing? Yeah, you want to talk about clapping them cheeks? You got to look in the mirror and make sure you're doing it right. Wow. If you don't see anything... Thank God. The ritual was unsuccessful. Thank God. Snuff out the candle... Snuff out everything. Snuff everything out. Blow the salt away and turn the lights back on. You can try another time. You would not. However, if you do see something, a dark figure to be more specific, <coughs> you've succeeded. <laughs> you must continue with the ritual. But you mustn't speak, make any noise, or turn around or alert the dark figure that you've seen him in any way. Kind of hard to do. Yeah, I know, but he's not supposed to know that you know that you know that he's there. That you know that. Is you it? know? Yeah, I know, right? You know? He doesn't want he doesn't want you to know about it. Because you know what he knows what he doesn't know. You know? I know. I wonder if they know. <laughs> she didn't know? Because I know. But I don't want them to know that I know. But I have a feeling they know that we know that they know. But we gotta hope they don't know that we know that they know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just love doing that. I know. Now, break the mirror. Nuff said. Do it like Screams would. Nuff said. Honestly, Screams would do it so lovely. Say no mas. Just smash that bitch to pieces. Wait, pause. Sorry. You don't want to. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? I'm sorry. That one was that wasn't meant to happen. Why not sign up for this? Where am I? Where my contract does it say that I have to deal with this shit? Bitch, you ain't signed shit. We're in the contract. Just hand in your resignation and shut up. <laughs> So, after you have your new freaky friend behind you... Fuck that, yo. Hey, it's good having freaky friends behind you. Set your timer for 30 minutes... You gotta be fucked up! And pick up the largest piece of broken glass. And do what? Well, broken mirror, I mean. Be careful not to cut yourself. That's the first thing you do. The second thing, with your other hand, pick up the candle and the gold offer. 
Lift the piece of broken mirror so that you can see behind you while walking. <laughs> Exit the room and travel throughout the building using the candle to light your way. How? You have a... Okay, so you have a gold piece in your hand. With the candle. With a candle and a broken glass. In the other hand. In the other hand. Yeah. It's a lot to carry, though. It's a small piece of offering. Keep watch of the mirror as much as possible while walking. Do not drop anything. Not the candle, gold, or mirror. If a dark shadow appears behind you in the mirror, just take off like Allison Felix and run. Yo, enough said. Say no mas. I've been dipped. I've been gone. But say good, because look, Allison Felix, she broke Usain Bolt's record. Good. So fucking run like that woman. Enough said. Just keep that ass moving until you can't see him anymore. Just run away from the problem that you've caused in your own life. That's enough said. But you can't let the candle go out. <gasps> oh, you cheeky bitches. How? I don't know. It's not my business what you do with your life. <laughs> okay? I don't know how you're going to keep the candle going. I don't know hey, how you're going to break physics. But hey, you're good. That's your, that's your job. You have to continue on like this until the 30 minutes have passed. It's eventually going to be like... I, in my opinion, a video game when your energy meter starts running out every time you take off. It's like Pac-Man, yo. Right? It's like Pac-Man. Pac-Man is the demon that you fucked up and summoned and you're the little ghost. And now he's mad. <laughs> now we've come to the end. When the timer alerts you that 30 minutes have passed and you somehow goddamn survived, move to the lowest part of the building as quickly as you can. The basement or cellar are, of course, the best choice. <laughs> but if the building doesn't have either of those, find the largest mirror, stand in front of it, and drop the piece of mirror at your feet. Keep holding the candle, but hold the gold out in front of you. Say the following words. I have evaded you for so long, for you have been merciful to allow me to do so. <laughs> Blow out the candle, close your eyes, and stretch out the arm holding the gold as far as you can if in front of touches you. touches me, I swear to God. Now say, as payment, receive this piece of gold. Now drop the gold in front of you. While your eyes are still closed, wait. If you begin to feel a cold and heavy pressure in your mind, you can open your eyes. If you made it this far, he will be standing. Right in front of me. <laughs> I knew to stop right there when I said standing. <laughs> I just knew it. Now, you can speak and ask him for anything you wish. It can be anything. To get the fuck out of my face! Information, something you wish for. And he has to give you an answer. He has no choice but to. When your conversation with him is over, stay in the same location and sleep if possible. Bitch! Asking too much. Stay here until the sun is up. When it has risen high in the sky, you can leave knowing that you've won. In addition, this game can only be performed on October 31st. No other days of the year are acceptable. The ritual will either fail or you'll enrage him. Ugh. The offering must absolutely be made of yellow gold. No other colors of gold can be used, and no gold alloys. So no rose gold for our millennials. No rose gold, no white gold. 
So none of that gold jewelry that you bought from the hair supply store. (laughs) Y'all know that shit ain't real when your skin start turning green. Facts, yo. Furthermore, you cannot leave the building until you have completed the ritual. Don't try it and don't try him. Mm, That was clever, but no. Yeah. Whereas the cold, heavy feeling in your mind is concerned. If you don't feel this, something isn't right. You failed at something. The candle might have gone out. You probably didn't run fast enough. Maybe he just didn't like your offering. It could have been any of these things and it made him angry. Try tossing a small amount of salt over your shoulder. However, this is not a guaranteed saving grace. If it doesn't work, just keep on running because he ain't going to stop hunting you. You dumbass. You got choices to make on this Halloween. You really have a lot of choices to make. And you made the wrong one. You could have just stayed home, be mad comfortable in your underwear. Clapping cheeks. Yo, you could have been clapping cheeks. I mean, really. Honestly. It would have been so much better, right? So much better. Even I'm admitting it, and I don't like doing that. Weird, but okay. This is a lot. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. But we believe in you. I believe that you would make the right choice and then go home and clap your cheeks. Yes. On Halloween. Make a Halloween baby. <laughs> okay, so you ready for mine? I would love to hear it. So, this is a little bit calmer and nicer oh compared to yours. Oh, boy. Because a complete 180. Oh, boy. And you might actually like it. Okay. Okay, so this is a couple of Sam Hain rituals. Me like you so far. So, there are many stories as to how ho- the holiday of Halloween came to be. You know, it being evil, the devil's holiday, blah, 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 shit like that. Right. One, for example, is that Halloween originated from the ancient Celtic people who referred to the holiday as Samhain. Right. To the Celtic, Samhain represented the end of the agricultural cycle and the beginning of the winter months and the day on which souls that had died the previous year traveled to the other side. Oh, that's nice. The day of moving on. Yeah, right? Like, the day of the dead where we remember people in Mexico. This is where they could move on. Because you picked some nice shit. I did. The new year was celebrated on November 1st, which the Church of England later Christianized, quote-unquote, as All Saints Day. The church also renamed Sam Hain to All Hallows' Eve, which eventually became, to our beloved, Halloween. Right. Yes. So Sam Hain became just another, quote-unquote, evil pagan celebration under the eyes of Christian influencers. <sighs> Big... Sigh. I, I, I'm a Christian, but still, really? I'm a Catholic, and like, what the fuck? I'm really just gonna, I really look at people in the past like, y'all serious? Y'all was really that petty? Y'all really fucked this shit up, yo. Y'all was just messy. Some petty shit. Just stirring the pot every chance they got. For real. Yeah, mind your business. Just, you know, damn. Fuck, let people be. So, here on our awesome podcast, I had to write that because I'm actually trying to be nice to ourselves. Okay. I will bring you two original Sam Hain rituals because they actually performed some rituals back then. Oh, okay. So, a little background Sam Hain was also a time of exploring deep into the caverns of your unconscious mind and your shadow self. Hmm. So, this is a very deep, deep exploration of yourself. I see. 
During this time, you could call on the help of, of new or past spirit guides to support and enlighten you to hidden areas of your life which must be focused on. All right. Uh, which sounds like my therapy sessions. The first ritual on our stop is black candle, white candle. Oh, okay. Yep. Sounds like, you know, unity, togetherness. Yeah, yin yang. Yes. Like jazz. Black and white. First, you'll need two candles, and if you haven't guessed, a black and a white candle, obviously. I, I kind of guessed it. Yeah, right? Yeah, cool. So for those that are a little bit, you know, trust me, I get it. I, my mind was working at Windows 98, <laughs> like XP. I was back there back then. Sometimes it's dial-up. Sometimes there is. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes somebody's using a phone while you're on the internet, right? They didn't plug it back in. <laughs> okay, so the black candle represents your life decisions and experiences in the past year. First, light your black candle and reflect on all that was. <laughs> I got a lot to reflect on this year. <laughs> Ooh, I fucked up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how your experiences have helped you to become the person you are today. What lessons you have learned, if any. And what ways you have grown? Hmm. I know you're just like, damn. But like, I'm thinking like, oh, that's that's nice. Like, I'm I'm just thinking like, next year will be better. <laughs> <laughs> new New Year, new me. <laughs> I hope. When you are done, blow out the ca- black candle flame with gratitude and farewell. Bye bye. Next, light the white candle. This candle represents moments and year to come. Thank you. I need that. <laughs> Reflect on ways you can experience more joys and wholeness each day. When you are ready, blow out the flame with... Okay, so the black candle is I'm putting it behind me. Yeah. And the white candle is the I'm working on myself candle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? What, what are you thinking? Penny for your thought. What? Something's in there. Something you're thinking about. The candle, the black candle is a representation of me fucking up. <laughs> and the white candle is the new year new me. The white candle is a let me be great bitch candle. <laughs> Yo, facts. It is. See, it's so nice, right? It's so nice. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, our next ritual, because they mentioned spirit guides a lot, is how to summon your spirit guide. Ah, mm, all right. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not summoning shit, but okay. So, to give you options, we have three ways to talk to your spirit homie. Right. He is now known as a spirit homie. I probably wouldn't listen to him anyway. In fact, you. So, there are three ways. One is closing your eyes and meditating or using our not-so-favorite thing in the world mirrors, mainly my not-so-favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Or pay really close attention to your dreams, and which we all remember my dreams should never be explored further. Yeah. Yeah, we need to stop you from that. Yeah, because that cultic dream was... Yeah. We are going to start with the least favorite, mirrors. First, you gotta position a mirror in front of yourself. But make sure it's comfortable because you'll be doing this for a while. So, if you're sitting, make sure you're in a good spot. If you're standing, make sure you wear comfortable shoes with soles. Yep. As we all know, if you stare at a mirror for too long, your eyes and your brain decide to have a little fun and change things up. Take (laughs) note of what changes are made and how this... Oh, I'm sorry. Take note of what changes are made and how this leads you to the identity of your spirit guide. I don't want to know what my brain will come up with. Yo, it's crazy how that works. I don't want to know what I don't want to. So I can't use a mirror. Okay, well, you have two more options. Our next version is through meditation, which I've tried once, but think actually I actually almost tried this once. But thank God my mom stopped me because with my luck, I probably would have something summoned something else. Because I found the book, and I was like, how to communicate with your spirit guide. And one of them was like, okay, 
at night, light some candles around you. And then I was like, mom, we got, we need candles. She was like, for what? And I was like, I was like around like 13 around this time. And then like, I, I explained it to her. She's like, no, you can't do this. You don't know what's out there. And plus you could like summon something. And I was like, mom, I'm trying to talk to my spirit guide. And, and she was like, no, you're being stupid. You can summon something. And I'm like, to this day, I thank my mother for that. You have a good mother. Yeah. The key thing, meditation is good, but not when you're trying to talk to something. Yeah. I mean, talk to yourself. Thank God. Nothing. She stopped me there. So make sure you are either laying down or sitting up with your eyes closed. It is best to do this in the dark, so at night. Only keep one thing on your mind, and that is your spirit guide. Let the other thoughts drift away and only think about your guide. This could take between 10 minutes to an hour. So stay focused and be patient. Take note of any patterns and keep focused. Your spirit guide going to be like, he's thinking about me, wasn't you? <laughs> Sorry I'm late. Oh my god. Come on, let me help you tuck you in. <laughs> <laughs> ah, freaky spirit guide. <laughs> you would have a freaky spirit guide. That's why I don't want to know what my mind would think about. <laughs> okay, so the last stop is dreams. This could take between a single night to a whole month to discover your spirit guide. Ah, ha, ha, no. Uh, keep the thought of, your, of meeting your spirit guide in mind before you fall asleep. When you wake up, reflect on the dream and any strange symbolisms that stuck out the most. Connecting to your guide in a different plane can make your dreams feel almost lifelike. This is them setting themselves apart. No, I don't want that because I, I don't always have the best dreams. So yeah, do I. My spirit guide's a dick. <laughs> so far, my spirit guide is a dick because my dreams are anxiety like filled. Yeah. Like I remember one time I had this dream, right? Uh-huh. I don't know why. But I woke up, right? Uh-huh. And my teeth were falling out. Oh, that's a good thing. I know, I know. But here's the thing. They were falling out. There was no blood. They were just coming out of my mouth. Uh-huh. And then I woke up. It was so vivid. I had to, when I actually woke up, I started checking each tooth in my mouth. Oh. I dead ass felt, when I woke up, it felt I like in my mind, I could have sworn my teeth were loose. But that's a good thing, though, because uh, when you lose your teeth in dreams, that means that's new opportunities or new job opportunities. Someone else told me that, but someone else told me it's you forgot something. I don't know about that one. So, yeah. No. My spirit guy's dick. <laughs> my, spirit, my spirit guy can kick rocks. No. Kick rocks. <laughs> but those are the Samhain rituals. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for the, uh, uh, the dickhead spirit guy. <laughs> and the lighter version of... Your fucking story. Yeah, and allow me to sully that a bit. Oh, <laughs> because I have a Reddit story for you. And you do like to narrate. I do. Okay, this Reddit doesn't have, you know, a an actual screen name that you would think. This one is Storyteller21293. And they labeled it Black Van. Ugh. This was on Halloween last year. Me and a couple of buddies were out going, were out getting candy. Our neighborhood isn't the nicest, but it isn't the worst. I'd say about medium. About 90 minutes in, and we see a house with a sign that says, Go to the van for your candy, which had an arrow pointing down, which meant behind us. And sure enough, we saw a black van. This house was at the end of a street, 
so it would have been easy to get away fast. But anyway, we go to the van and we see a man. He's in the driver's seat. He tells us something like, Your candy is in the back here. Open up the door and get in so you can get some. I know when something is up. My God, were alarms punching my brain in the face with this. We look at each other with a confused look. We ask the man, Why isn't the door already open? And why are you out here? Couldn't you have done the thing and take one out or something? He says nothing and just tells us to get in the back for our candy. We say no and continue on our candy collecting. About 20 minutes after the van event, we were about two blocks away. We see a van about halfway down the street behind us, the same black van from before. I tell the others, and we agree to haul ass back to one of our houses. Once the van notices us running, it straight up hauls ass in the other direction. Once we get to our houses and tell our parents they're just calling the police and screaming at them to find a van, like I said, it's been a year now and we agreed to not trick-or-treat this year. I don't know what would have happened if I or anyone would have gotten into that van. At least they were smart. They were. They were. The reason I wanted to read that one because it reminded me of something. Oh, God. Yeah. It was Halloween. I was out with a group of homies. Can't remember. It was either 8th grade or ninth grade. Can't remember. And, you know, we was walking around, trick-or-treating and whatnot. Some of us looked a little older, but nobody cared to give us candy, so we was just all right. And, you know, certain parts of this area don't have traffic lights. So you just got jaywalk. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a van driving. However, it was not too far, not too close. So we knew we had time to cross. We go into the street. We're walking. And when all of us are in the street, all of a sudden this van starts speeding up. And we literally have to run out of the street before it hits us. Oh, my God. And, of course, as a bunch of hood kids, we probably said, fuck you. What the fuck you think you are trying to run us over? Yeah. Yeah. We, we probably flipped it off. You know, got hood as hell. Mm-hmm. And, and ran home. Got hood as hell. <laughs> yeah. So, that one, it was a little, a little different. I'm like, ooh, girl, you had a black man, too? Damn. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Right? These vans ain't loyal. Wow, thank you so much for that story, Sass. You're so welcome. I'm nah, so I can never trust a van ever again. Okay, and? Well, I mean, it might be a good thing, even though I did see one get pulled over the other day. So I was like, you were probably doing evil stuff. Was it a white plane van? It was a white plane van. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, so. Damn. <laughs> Damn, it's a free candy van. First, first it's white van. Not gonna be terrified of black van. So thank you so much for adding fuel to the fire. Oh, just messing up all the colors. <laughs> Everybody's gonna get a pink van just to know that they're not doing anything sus now. Oh, please. That one's not safe either. <laughs> they rip your teeth out in that one. Mm, what about yellow? They piss on you. Ew! Okay. We don't need to know. We don't need to repeat a celebrity that does that, but, you know. <laughs> that one goes with the white van, too. <laughs> All right. So, my turn. So, Sass, um, this is not entirely a ritual. It's more of like a history of something that people know of Halloween. It's artsy to fit my shtick. Okay. But you'll enjoy it. Okay. So, I will be bringing to you the dance macabre. I like where this is going. The dance macabre. I like dancing. I like macabre. Yeah, we all love macabre. 
So the dance macabre from the French language, also known as the dance of death, mm. is an allegory of the late Middle Ages on the universality of death. Who would have thought? Like, dance, macabre. Macabre usually means death. Right. Like the dead and the wicked. And Just think of Adam's family. They're very macabre. But, I, but we love them so. Oh, I love them so much. I mean, like, you can't hate them. You really can't. They're like the perfect family. The perfect gothic family. Really? And they got so much unity between them. They really do. They're very family-oriented. I like them. I love them. Good examples for America. <laughs> American families, yeah. The dance unites everyone, no matter one state position in life. So... Wealthy, kings, peasants, anybody, this doesn't, like, this is very universal. So it it never discriminates, huh? I imagine so. It's death. Yeah, exactly. In the dance, skeletons escort the living humans to their graves in a lively waltz. Kings, knights, and common folks all join in to symbolize that death comes for anyone. Nice. Exactly, like you said. Mm Mm-hmm. During the time, the Black Death and the long war between the French and the English in the Hundred Year War took many lives. Macabre images like the Dance Macabre were a way to comfort the ever-present prospect of mortality. So they try to, you know, lighten it up a little bit. Ah, I see. And like a little dance. Like, hey, we're gonna die, but let's do a little dance. That's cute. I I want the sexiest skeleton. (laughs) I don't know what could be the sexiest skeleton. You know, when you say, oh, no, I'm not fat, I'm just big boned, I want the thick one. Ooh, you gotta like the thick ones. Uh-huh. Like slim thick. <laughs> slim thick skeletons. Oh my god. So the earliest visual record was a mural painted in the open arcade of the Charnel House in Holy Innocent Cemetery in Paris. Dating from 1424 to 1425 during the reign of John, Duke of Bedford. So that was the earliest visual because, again, this was um, something that... A lot of records are found in murals, mosaics, and theater, so it's very spread around. Later murals spread throughout France, and then to England, and then Germany, and Switzerland, and parts of Italy, and Eastern Europe. Only a couple of murals survive to present day, and some are completely lost and now only known through archive references. Mm-hmm. Do we know where these still known murals are? Not entirely. I couldn't really find it, but if you give me, I probably could find it because I only stuck to like two links because it wasn't really a lot because they're just mosaics. Mm. But I could definitely find out for you if you want. So, and also Walt Disney did a small animation based on a dance macabre called the Skeleton Dance. Yes. An animation short in which skeletons rise from the grave and dance to a lively foxtrot. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you know about it? Yeah, it's so cute. I know, right? The dance macabre doesn't strictly associate with Halloween. The macabre imagery resonates with the holiday's connection between life and death. For example, Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. as we all know. Skeletons, skulls, and corpses reminiscent of the medieval paintings and dancers, because again, this was featured in theater, often show up in haunted houses as yard decorations and costumes. But as sanitized and commercialized as Halloween is, it is still a holiday that brings great awareness of death confronting our own mortality. Even though all of that ends once November 1st hits. Ah, it was nice while it lasted. And to recap my Latin, Memento Mori. Remember that you must die. Yes. That you will die. Like that. I'm so, I'm so rusty on it. I'm so working you, on you it. Got, you got the spirit. Yeah, I got the pretty much gist of it. But yeah, Memento Mori. You will die. And that is the dance macabre. Let us all dance macabre. Dance the macabre. Dance and then remember, you are a living meat sack. Remember, Memento Mori. 
She's trying to be nice about it. I'm trying to. That's the good Latin that I know, and I'm going to milk it till the cows come home. Oh, it's like, you know, I guess it's like when I first learned how to say hola. Oh, oh my God. I just like kept saying it. Yeah, that was not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing as like other people saying horchata and like. Oh, yes, yes. I love uh, horchata. I heard this one that my boss said that was like the topper. I can't pronounce it, though, because it was just so cringeworthy. I had to look at him. I'm like, I want to quit. Hey, I put my two horchata like, huh? Some what now? Some horchata. No, no, we don't have that. We don't. We don't give. Horchata is my favorite. Like no, we don't have that either. If you don't say it right, you don't get it. Sorry. Horchata. No. That was the one my boss said. Horchata. I was like, I'm putting my two weeks in. Now. I'm like, I need to go speak to HR real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he is HR, which is the problem. Then we need to have a meeting right now. <laughs> Call yourself in. <laughs> But on to darker intentions. I have another Reddit story for you. Is it with the pink band? No. That's nasty. (laughs) Sorry, my laugh just sounded like a fucking dentist drill. That's normal. (laughs) This Reddit is credited to Celluloid Addiction. Why did that take you forever to say... I spelled it different. People like to be creative and shit. Your name is fucking Art. Art what is your, what is your shit? Oh, artsy as fuck. There you go. Yeah, we're definitely keeping that in. <laughs> the name of this tale is Never Play with a Ouija Board. No shit. And according to them, it is a true story. Well, sucks to be them. True indeed, because it's their story. This story happened in October of 2004. Back when I was still a third-year high school student, my friends and I stuck around the school late at night after our annual Halloween party. We had agreed to try out my friend's Ouija board. It wasn't the brightest idea, but we needed a thrill. We found a nice spot under a huge Nara tree and proceeded with our half-assed ritual. There were five of us, two boys and three girls. We were all expecting some kind of paranormal contact. Rumors had it our school was haunted, but we've never really experienced anything firsthand. And it was Halloween when all the spirits came out to play. We all wanted to get spooked. Also, we've never seen a Ouija board firsthand before, so we were pretty excited. Our school was an old Spanish colonial house built in the 1800s when the Spaniards still occupied the Philippines. We were in a section of the school that doesn't get used often. Located beside a creepy old juicy house, people only go there when they need to use the restroom, store equipment on one of the sheds, or make out with their boyfriends or girlfriends. We sat down in the middle of an open space, with only an exposed bare bulb nearby illuminating the surroundings. We were all having a laugh, scaring each other with what-if scenarios. It was your typical dumb kids doing dumb things. My friend who bought the Ouija- my friend who brought the Ouija board proceeded to place it in the middle of our circle. If I remember correctly, it was the glow-in-the-dark version, which we found hilarious. But it gave us the ability to see what was written in the dark. Not knowing what to do, and going after what we've seen in movies, we all proceeded to place our index finger on top of the planchette. We sat there looking at each other until one of us said, What's next? 
We didn't know if there was a proper way to start the ritual. Plus, the board didn't come with instructions, so we decided to just throw in a question. Is anyone there? I called out into the darkness. If there are spirits living here, please talk to us. One of the girls joined in. We clearly had no idea what we were doing. Still, nothing. Not even the slightest bit of wind. One of my friends jerked the planchette and the girl who brought the Ouija board screamed, breaking the silence. We all laughed at how ridiculous it was. After a bit of joking around, we decided to give it another go. We all placed our we all placed our index fingers on the planchette once more and asked, If there's anyone there, we would like to make contact. Don't break the circle. One of my friends said jokingly. Shut up, I whispered. We were just about ready to give up when the wind started to pick up. The stillness broke and the darkness around us seemed to move. Just a coincidence, we thought. Okay, don't break the circle, I yelled out. Is anyone there? I was excited. It was like a scene from a movie with dirt and leaves swirling around us. Guys, I'm scared, my friend sitting beside me said. My mom warned me about playing with forces we don't know. Did you die here? Were you killed during the war? Are you the headless priest that roams these halls? Do you know Jose Rizal? Are you a hottie? <clears throat> my friend giggled. At this point, we were all throwing random stupid questions. Nothing. This is bullshit. I don't want to do this anymore. My friend said, exasperated. We were all thinking the same. Just then, a group of dogs from the neighboring house started barking at us through the chain-link fence. These six dogs were growling and showing teeth. We all screamed and without finishing the ritual, bolted right out of there. We didn't see each other until after Halloween break, and this is where the story gets creepy. One of the girls told us about a weird experience she had that night after playing with the Ouija board. She had gotten home late after hanging out with her friends from the neighborhood when she realized she forgot the keys to her house. So she called her brother up, who was then still sharing a room with her and what he said crept the hell out of her. He swore she was home already. He claimed to have seen her walk in a while ago and that she looked really tired and saw her head straight to bed. Creepy, but no need to freak ourselves out, was all we thought. Besides, her brother must have just been tired and seeing things. But then my other friend started telling us about an encounter she had that Halloween night. She was going up to her room when the lights started flickering as she was ascending the staircase. Your typical horror movie visuals shrug it off to faulty wiring. But just then she saw the door to her room open and a dark figure stepped out and stood atop the staircase. She couldn't make out the entity's face, but she recounted that she couldn't move and felt utter dread as the figure stared down at her. No way, my best friend who joined in the conversation said, Something happened to me as well. He recalled that he was sleeping one night 
when he woke up feeling really uncomfortable. He described his vision as having TV-like static and a feeling of heaviness surrounded him. He looked around the room, and that's when he saw a bloody charred face with piercing red eyes grinning at him through the window. <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I heard my mom's like, let me give her a second. Let me give her a second. Oh, perfect. I couldn't believe what I was hearing because I had an almost run-in with death that night. After the ritual, I was sleeping in our sedan on the way home after fooling around with the Ouija board when I felt our car jerk. I woke up instantly, looking out the window. I found out that we've been hit by a huge oil tanker. I panicked and leaped out of the car. Luckily, my mom and I survived the crash since the front of the car was a total wreck. I still don't have an explanation why those things happened to us, but thank God nothing happened after that. I never played or gotten near a Ouija board ever since. <sighs> you weren't kidding that it was almost done. Yeah. <laughs> and for those that heard that, I'm terribly sorry, but that... Ah, I don't want to do it. We've, we've been trying to make it a point not to speak in the middle of Reddit. Yeah, because, like, you know, <laughs> we want to show respect and they're good stories, but, like, she can't she can't hold it in for that long. I cannot. It's too much. It bottles up. I guess because, like, it reminds me of Insidious, the first one with the mom was telling the story. Ooh. And then, like, it, yes, exactly. I Prate, love that like, movie. I was like, ah! So when I first saw it, let me tell you, I screamed so loud because it just, like, one, it was a brilliant idea to do something in broad daylight because that's such a rare thing that yeah, they like do. with the right thing behind him. Oh my, like oh, I love that movie. You matter of fact, guys, I'm gonna tell you something kind of funny about that movie. All right, we was watching it one night. It was great. I loved it. I already seen it, but my parents didn't. My mother was watching. I guess it definitely freaked her out a little bit. Oh, of course, because she had to go to go get the laundry out of the basement. Oh she was, no, she was turning on the lights on her way. All the way there, like you would to turn on the lights and then run to your room, yeah, yeah, so the yeah. demon can't get you. <laughs> she got turning on the lights, right? And then that's when my grandfather was still alive. And okay. right at the wrong moment, he came in the back door. All we heard was this screaming. Oh <laughs> no, your poor mom! But, that, but that's what my grandfather scared the shit out of her after she watched the movie. But she, she's fine now. She's fine. But it was just hilarious. Oh, I could have been mad. Yo, that'd be me. I'd probably just like flatline though. You just hear a giant thud. And the person's like, oh my god, what happened? He was, Grandpa was amusingly concerned. Like, you, you can tell he was kind of laughing, but he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, what's, what's wrong with her? I can imagine your poor mom just screaming. Oh, oh she's fine now. That's hilarious. Yeah, happy Halloween, Mom. <laughs> what's Halloween without a couple screams? Me. <laughs> You're more than a couple. I am absolutely more than a couple. Let me say. But, um, that one's definitely better than the van one. <laughs> it was! I, I cannot, uh, no, I'm gonna have to, uh! You can always count on a Ouija board to fuck it up. Ah, the face. I can't get over it. I cannot, I cannot. Oh, the bloody burn. Stop it! I don't want to hear the description again! Smiling. Right-eyed face. <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm gonna hate myself going to sleep tonight. I have to sleep tonight. I have to sleep. You, you can try. Every time I think of stuff like that, it reminds me of burnt meatloaf. Okay, I'll picture that instead. That sounds pretty helpful. 
I'd rather see the face. I don't want to see I'd rather no, see burnt meatloaf. I don't want to see no burnt food. I want to see some burnt meatloaf. Burnt food is insulting. Well, I don't like meat that much, so... I know. We Just know. to say for like the one million times. We time. know. But you don't like red meat. Shut up. We know. But anyway, I'm probably going to watch like a funny movie before I go to sleep. You know how you do that when you watch like a horror movie? Oh God. Watch a few things. Well, we are so happy you could listen to our Halloween episode. Yeah, because they're definitely screaming. There was definitely creepy stories. Definitely a lot of blech sounds. A lot of blech. Actually, let me know how many blech sounds I make because I don't even know. I'll try. Let me know. But yeah, um, happy Halloween, everybody. Have a safe Halloween. Make a scene. Please be safe. If you are going to make a scene, please be safe. Yes, make it inside the house. Yes, there you go. Or in the yard. Parents, check your kids' candy, of course. Mm-hmm. Don't drink before you start checking it. Be sober when you check uh, it. Uh, <laughs> then drink afterwards. Yes, yes. And those who are going to Halloween parties, please make sure that you have an Uber if you're going to drink. Yes, cover your drink. Cover your drink. If you put it down, it's not yours anymore. It is not. Don't even think about it anymore. It is nope. gone. Nope, we want fun Halloween. Fun Halloween, safe Halloween. Hope you guys have some creepy costumes. We'd appreciate if you guys um, tagged us on it. And we'd love to see the costumes. Yeah, we love pictures of people's costumes. Yeah, I think they're fun. Have a spooky Halloween. Eat all the candy you want. Oh, and have fun the day after with discounted candy. Oh, yes, definitely. Halloween part two. Yes, sir. Right, good night, everybody. Be safe. Good night, my dark. We love you.